And you should feel guilty. That's what's important is that I feel guilty about it. Hi, and welcome to Something to Wear, a podcast about clothes, personal style, nostalgia, and fabric. We're your hosts, Alice and Wendy, two people who love clothes so much that we're recording in a closet. Let's get started. So, uh, welcome to this fall episode of the podcast, Alice. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome to you as well. And welcome to fall. I know you said it doesn't feel like fall yet, but it feels very much like fall to me. It's crisp. It's only 75 degrees. It's not humid out. Yesterday, it poured rain. It did pour rain. My tomatoes are still all splitting, which is why it doesn't feel like fall, because they're too hydrated. So they're just splitting down the sides. My tomatoes do not have that problem. They are not that hydrated. It's almost fall, whether you're ready for it or not. Um, How are your fall vibes going? You have any good fall outfits put together? I'm I'm trying desperately uh, to have fall vibes going because I've been clinging to the idea that summer indeed will end and there will be crisp leaves and there will be pumpkin donuts and it'll happen. Yes. So, you know, as soon as the temperature dropped, I think for the first time last week, I immediately donned a rugby shirt, which I feel like is my go to. Like I, it's it feels very ivy. It feels very um, I'm, I'm going back to school and I'm going to solve a mystery. Yes, absolutely. Which is what we all should be doing, even if we're grown adults who work nine to fives. Yes. What about you? What are you wearing? Uh, let's. Oh well, right now I'm. I came from the gym, so right now I'm wearing bike shorts and a sweatshirt. I would like to be wearing like a cozy sweater, but unfortunately, I'm in the midst of the Great Moth Battle of 2023, and uh, all of my wool is bagged and awaiting moth treatment. So, unfortunately. I'm in the middle of a battle, but uh, that means I have no wool, which is fine because it's not really cold enough for wool yet, but it is a little sad because I'd like to feel like cozily wrapped in wool, but I've been doing what I can. Today, I wore like a corduroy wrap skirt, Ooh. and then yesterday, I put on a little like a red rayon dress that's, it's burgundy, and it has these little like gold trees block printed on it and i have been wearing some knee socks you know i've been wearing long skirts with the knee socks under them knee socks are in they're good they never went out in my heart that's not true they actually kind of did uh but maybe they're back i think leg warmers are back too but that's just because i saw them in a bin at buffalo exchange i mean i had a big leg warmer moment in the early 2000s interesting i wore leg warmers a lot and knee socks and i would wear knee socks and then like warmers but so that's what i wore and i lit my like eucalyptus scented candle from trader joe's and i listened to vinyl and i drank like a cup of tea and then today i made soup so i have been like living in the fall vibes and i broke up my blundstones again my winter shoes my one winter shoe i wear one shoe in the summer and one shoe in the winter and the blundstones are the shoe i wear in the winter we're gonna talk about material that is dirty (laughs) Used in workwear. It's true. And old. It is It is old. We're going to talk about denim. But not the history of denim. That is something that is best left to the professionals. Yes. We're not talking about the history. We're just talking about it in our own personal lives. And, you know, when I think about why we started this podcast, Alice, I think about the podcasts that we love, uh, The not the least of which is the podcast that we first started talking about together, which is obviously Articles of Interest, the end-all be-all of fashion. And Avery Truffleman has an episode about denim talks about the history of denim, talks about 
the the waste and environmental impacts of denim. Talks about how jeans are sized to fit. Like any question you could have about denim is answered in this episode, and she is going to do much more justice to it than I am here uh, late at night on a work week. Yes. So if you want to know more about denim as a fabric, if you want to hear a real live journalist talk about a really old pair of jeans, go listen to the Articles of Interest denim episode and then come back and listen to us talk about our jeans. <laughs> yeah, because we're just going to tell you stories about the jeans we like, which is, you know, we are talking about nostalgia. Nostalgia is big right now. It's Nostalgia also- always big. It's big right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you make a good point. It's harder and harder to like the present. So a lot of fashion is about liking the idea of something right now as opposed to liking exactly where you are. Yeah, well, there's nostalgia that's nostalgia for something that you've experienced viewed through a lens of nostalgia. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm nostalgic for high school because I didn't have to work a job, but I'm not. I didn't actually like high school, so I'm not really nostalgic for it. But then there's also, like, nostalgia for, like, you know, a crisp fall day. Right. Which is something that you can experience, but, like, the platonic ideal of something. (laughs) I'm nostalgic for, like, the perfect, like, summer day. You can experience good summer days, but you can, and then you can become nostalgic about them. But denim, it's a fabric. It's, do you remember the ads for cotton that used to show on the TV? They were paid for by like the cotton lobby. <laughs> I didn't have the TV, so I don't. There was this it, persistent cotton ad that was like the fabric of our lives. And it was a song called The Fabric of Our Lives. <laughs> and it featured a lot of B-roll of ladies wearing cotton. But that's uh-huh. how I feel about denim, actually. The fabric of our lives. And it is cotton. It's a cotton fabric. Exactly. So, so the taxonomy fits. It really is the fabric of, your, of our lives. The thing about denim is you can make anything out of denim within reason. Um, I don't know that I would wear like a denim like negligee. Um, just to name one thing that I wouldn't make out of denim. So my, my favorite denim look in pop culture is when Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake walked a red carpet in matching denim outfits. I don't remember. I don't remember this. I'm sorry. It's extremely 2001. Yeah. Britney Justin Denim is like the third hit on Google right now. Talk about Full nostalgia. Canadian tuxedo and oh, denim evening dress. Oh, she's wearing a denim ball gown. It's a really good look. And he's wearing a denim like sports coat. This is kind of amazing, actually. It's one of their most iconic couple photos together. I didn't even know they were a couple, but this is iconic. Wow. It's like it's made out of jeans, too. It's not denim. It's like... We've cut up jeans and sewn them into a ball gown. We've taken a jeans pocket and we've made it a patch breast pocket (laughs) on a denim blazer. And he's not wearing slacks. No, no. He's just wearing jeans. Brittany and Justin's denim date. (laughs) Arguably my favorite denim outfit of all time is the Canadian tuxedo, which is just head to toe denim. I think it is timeless. I think everyone can wear it. I think it is a great fashion equalizer i think it combines the two greatest pieces of clothing ever invented which are the blue jean and the denim work shirt i have a lot of strong i thought you were gonna say the blue jean and the suit okay well tell me about some of your tell me about some of your strong denim feelings because i'll be honest someone told me not to say i'll be honest recently (laughs) because well because it implies that the rest of the time you are lying just being deceitful all the time yes except for when you preface it with i'll be honest so 
I was deceiving you <laughs> by entering into an episode about denim um, as if I am a diehard denim fan. But I'll be honest now and not tell a lie, which is that I love jeans. I would like to have a denim jacket, but I don't have one. I have had a few denim skirts in the past, but overall I am not, I do not currently have a large denim collection. I just have jeans and shorts. That's it. But you are not the only person I have ever met with this perspective. There are many a person who do not feel as strongly about denim as me. Amazing. Please don't cut that. Yes, I'm not the only person who mostly just wears jeans and doesn't own other garments of denim. I would say, in fact, that in that worldview, in that lifestyle, I'm actually in the majority. It is true. And it's those diehard denim fans who are the minority. And luckily, we have one with us right here. So tell us about your relationship with denim. I wish I had a cohesive story about denim, but also that's probably a good metaphor for the way denim fits in my wardrobe, which is pretty non-cohesively. Like, I have a lot of different odds and ends that serve different purposes. I also come from a household with many battle jackets. Oh, yes, battle jackets. And they're not, I mean, okay, they're, battle jackets is a stretch. They're just denim jackets with a lot of patches on them. Like, in order for them to truly be a battle jacket, they would need, like, studs. Like, I'm making us sound cooler than we are. We're not cool. I'm going to put a Sonic the Hedgehog patch on, like, one of these jackets pretty soon. It's just a fact. Um, but, yeah, no, I uh, denim denim is, it runs in my jeans. <laughs> I've had a long day, folks. So, no, I mean, I would say that I've, I've worn jeans my whole life it's a pretty standard thing to say yes. about the, the stuff in your wardrobe most people own at least one pair of jeans except for uh, people who really don't like the sensation of jeans which I understand that it's also really hard to find jeans that fit or that jeans jeans that suit you in a style that you like um, I have just always loved the colors of denim it's a very universal color there's a there's a denim wash for everybody I've ridden all of the denim trends that I've experienced in my life you know I was team low rise boot cut in the early 2000s and then I was skinny jean through college and I've, I've thrown the skinny jeans aside we've assessed that in the podcast before yes. and now I'm extremely into high-waisted ripped denim I still prefer a high waist the, the 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 rise has come down and I am I'm still riding high baby the rise is never gonna come down for me I don't, I can't imagine ever going back to a low or mid-rise. Which I guess is aging us as millennials. Yes, but like, once you've I been love somewhere, my waist. I, we're both people who like like an hourglass nipped waist situation. Exactly. I have a beloved pair of um, workwear jeans that I thrifted that I, I wear right now that have like, shoot, I wish I knew what the word for it is, but they've got like a double patch on the knee. Yeah, they're like reinforced. Yeah. I'm sure there is an actual word for it, but I don't know that either. Maybe there's not a word for it. Utility jeans. Oh, they kind of, they've just got, they've got an extra bit on them. Yeah, an extra patch. And it's, is it fastened with studs? Yes. Yeah. And they're pretty cool looking. They're really good, but they're only a mid-rise. But it, it almost works that they're a mid-rise because um, high-waisted is less of a masculine cut on me like it creates more roundness on my hips so the fact that they're mid-rise is actually better for this what I'm trying to do when I wear them which is be as straight up straight down as possible right yes it can be a real challenge to find jeans that make you look the way you want to look the jeans that fit you aren't always the jeans cutting the silhouette that you want and there are lots of 
clever people on the internet with workarounds to these things. They like cut their shirts into interesting silhouettes to fit around the denim or they, oh, there's one queer creator on TikTok who like cuts a tall sort of slit into larger t-shirts in order to make the t-shirt hang straight over their jeans. Oh, interesting. Which I thought was a really clever idea. There's also people who like swear by different brands as to like giving you like the straight up cut that you, someone was saying to, to try Wranglers in a certain type of cut. I like jeans of all kinds. I, sometimes I want a curvier shape and sometimes I want a straighter shape and I go, I do go to different brands to find that most of the jeans that I buy are thrifted uh, because it gets rid of some of my environmental anxiety but also I live near thrift stores that curate the good stuff which right. we've also talked about so it's easier for me to find a jean in my size I, would... I have never jean shopped at Vivant Vintage but they have a lot of denim they do have a lot of denim I just I... I just don't know how to find what I'm looking for my favorite summer shorts are from Vivant both pairs the denim is really high quality and not it's like it's non-stretch basically it's it's extremely vintage and they're both high-waisted and one is a button fly and one is a zip fly they are I not have Levi's. always wanted a button fly oh i love a button fly i mean it's way less convenient so it's much just less more convenient. cool i just feel like it's so much more cool yeah even though zippers have existed for like a hundred years i found my one pair of madewell jeans at the thrift store and they are ripped and I'd never worn ripped jeans before, but I love the way they fit so much that I bought them. And I put like a piece of like blue quilting cotton underneath the rip and they like stitched so it down cute. with embroidery floss. It's starting to come undone. I need to go through because I wear them so much and they're not on stretch. They have some stretch, which means that anything with stretch is going to deteriorate a lot faster. That's what I hate is I feel like the stretch stuff just and I, I don't wash my jeans ever, after every wear, but the no, stretch but stuff. No, you have to wash them eventually. Yeah. And then before I know it, like the Vivant shorts I was talking about, I have a pair of shorts that I bought at PacSun that are a much worse quality. They don't structurally do anything for me. They're so broken in. Just the silhouette is, is somehow ruined. It looks like I'm wearing like bunched pantaloons when really like what I want is a structured jean that makes me feel like I'm in dirty dancing like it's not yeah I kind of want my jeans to to force my body to take on the shape of the denim yes which is very I want to be poured into my jeans that is not a very modern way of wearing clothes I mean yes many many people in the modern age would like to look as though they are poured into something but when it comes right down to it, most people want to be comfortable and have yes. range of movement, which is totally understandable and even desirable. And yet, and we talked about this a little, little bit in the athleisure episode yeah. about the like, does stretch make you feel comfortable? And there, there is a difference between physical comfort of like being physically comfortable and then like emotional comfort. And I love to be squeezed. And I don't like squeeze, but my clothing because it often is a little oversized, including the jeans. The jeans have to have enough structure to bring some of that back to heel. Right. You're not being squeezed necessarily. Yeah. Perhaps you're not literally poured into your jeans, but you want the jeans to have enough structure that it looks like you've been poured into them. Yes, precisely. Even if you haven't. Right. The goal is to not look like I've been poured into them, but also that they fit. It's... <laughs> I want a lot of things. To look like well, they they should be able to stand up on their own, essentially. Yes. <laughs> I mean, not 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 literally. <laughs> well, no. Did you ever read the pair of pale green pants with nobody inside them? No, I did not. Because <laughs> that's that's what I want 
is I want the pair of pale green pants with nobody inside them. You want to be like a little ghost. Yeah. There's there's no body. There's only a pair of pants being piloted. This was the first by horror story soul. ever read to me. My mother read this to me. It's a Dr. Seuss story, I think. Of course it is. Yeah, and they, they go for walks, the pale green pants with nobody inside them, but they're kind of lonely. Of course they are. <laughs> they have nobody inside them. But they fit. Because nobody's, they just fit because nobody's inside them. Wow, that is unsettling. <laughs> Alice, what is your favorite denim to wear? That would be jeans because that's the only denim I have. Here I am recording an episode about it. The presumably aforementioned Madewell jeans. Madewell, I really like Madewell because it appeals to the most basic millennial in me yeah, some companies really get it they just they do it all i can't afford any of it but i do like to go in and be like oh the trends so uh last time i was in madewell i was like oh silver shoes i can't afford it i can't afford any of it that's fine anyway i thrifted these jeans new with tags they were probably like 90 to 100 dollar jeans new which isn't usually a game that i play when i'm thrifting but jeans are so expensive and so hard to find that I do kind of play that game, thrifting jeans. I'm like, these jeans were valuable. Well, it's so, so much of the jeans that you buy in the store, like even Madewell, it's like because it's a blend and the way that you're washing it, like I just feel like I'm paying $90 for something that's going to stretch out faster than I want it to. So I resent yes. that. So I thrift my jeans. Like that's what's happening. Yes. But then thrifting jeans is hard and yes. difficult and exhausting because there's so many bad jeans or but there are also so many jeans in the thrift stores that are just from a trend past so many low low rise very many low low rises which maybe they're coming back maybe the people younger than me can go to those thrift stores and get joy out of those jeans and in five years there will be the jeans that i want which are the high high rises see but my theory is that high rise is never going to go out now that it's back again because no because it's the best and and the low rises are so low even if they're in your size it's like you can fit like a single butt cheek in them like they don't yes they don't hold you and if you have like any kind of belly it just like yeah. sloop sloops over absolutely the worst disaster which no. i don't enjoy personally as a sensation although others may i suppose but yeah, I mean, I, I could be proved wrong. I'm, I'm old now and passe by the age of fashion law. So who yeah. knows? Your opinions are not relevant. But it's also, it's hard to thrift too, because even if you see something in your size and you know it's a brand you've used in the past, if it's a different wash, it'll fit you different. Like I ordered a pair oh. of Levi's that were the same size I, I had been happily wearing. I was like so excited to see them. And because the Levi's I was wearing were black denim, which is actually just black cotton that's dyed. It's not the same process and these were like truly like an indigo denim wash they did not fit they were too small i feel like levi's are also cut very inconsistently i feel yeah i feel like everything i've heard about levi's i've never worn them but sometimes they're great and sometimes they're just radically the wrong size <laughs> there's no rhyme or like you know you have to know that one cut is made more generously than another cut and the descriptions don't normally tell you that to the degree that you need to know it. Like they'll be like the 501 button fly are classic. The wedgie, a generous take on a classic. And what it's they like, mean What does that mean? <laughs> what they mean, the guy in the store will be like, no, those are the jeans that are cut <laughs> for people who have hips. Like you should try this one on. And then I go, okay, and then it fits me. And that's why people who work in stores are worth their weight in gold. Yes. 
and deserve Thank more you credit than they get. to the people who work in stores. Yes. And who know things. The rest of us are just out here trying to deal with marketing terms. I should not be left to my own devices shopping online. It's a disaster. I hate shopping online. I do need help from real people in stores. Oh, I was talking about my favorite pair of jeans. Yeah, I co-opted. I co-opted. No, no, I kind of was like thrifting. <laughs> jeans is hard. Uh, but I thrifted these jeans. They're made well jeans. They are the high rise boyfriend cut. So they are a pretty high rise and they're pretty, they're straight leg. They're probably the first straight leg jeans I've ever owned because I owned exclusively flares and until I went to exclusively skinnies and I had never purchased a straight leg jean before this, but I love them and they're distressed. At first I was kind of like, how do I feel about the distressing? But I think I fall solidly on the side of I would not purchase new jeans that were distressed because it's a waste, but they do kind of make me feel I had a realization about distressed jeans recently, which is why I've been wearing a pair all summer. I believe in the last episode, I mentioned that I am an accidental business casual zealot in that I so accidentally revert to business casual, (laughs) like just instantly. So the ripped jean is an important code switch for me because if I wear business casual up top, but ripped jean on the bottom, maybe I'm approachable again. (laughs) Well, yeah, because ripped jeans are not acceptable. Right. For the office. Even now, I mean, I've seen people wear ripped jeans to the office, but I've seen those same people get heavily teased for wearing ripped jeans to the office. (laughs) I do not. Yeah. My office, we do not wear the ripped jeans. And like, it's a casual jean wear in office, but it's like, it's jean within reason. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, a dark wash. Yeah. It's a dark wash. Can't be ripped. It has to be with clean sneakers. Yes. So... I have these ripped jeans. I didn't like the holes in the knees, partly because I'm quite, I'm relatively short, which means that when I put on this pair of jeans, the knee is like lower than my actual knee. <laughs> and they're really long. So I wear them with this, with these, with this really wide double cuff. So they're like a little bit cropped and the knee is a little bit too low, but I've, I've put in a piece of quilting cotton that's sort of a denim color and I've embroidery flossed it uh so it's not sashiko because sashiko is orderly um and beautiful and this is the lazy man sashiko because i can't do anything meticulously i get bored i rush through it so it's just embroidery floss do 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 do. i think i tried a couple like little like crosses because i've seen that in sashiko mending and it looks really pretty i'm not laughing because of what you just I'm laughing because I have also uh, faked Sashiko because I'm not meticulous enough and I have not used the the requisite blue and white yeah exactly this is blue and blue on blue it's the stitches are uneven they're sloppy it has been washed many times because it's like my favorite pair and I wear it all the time but what that means is that it's frays further and further Mm -hmm. so I need to move the stitching up I always get holes in different places I've never oh, I've never had a pair of I have a consistent jeans. wear pattern. So Me, I'm not Oh surprised. no no, I do have a consistent wear pattern but it's not in the pocket. I have 3 pairs had 3 pairs of American Eagle high rise skinnies that I bought when I was working at a bar and I needed black pants to wear every night. I think I've owned that same pair of skinny jeans. Yeah, exactly. They're mostly they're so stretched that they're like basically leggings and they have worn out in the thighs and I've mended them. I'm not like passionately into them as a pair of jeans anymore, 
not as much as I was when I bought them, but they're like practical and comfortable. So I have been mending the inner thighs as they wear out and I'll mend each spot twice. And when it gets to the third time, it's time to pass the jeans on. So I'm, I had three pairs and I'm down to two. And I think after this winter, I will be down to one at most. I have gotten tired of the cut more recently than I have repaired the jeans. So I'm hoping this is a new awakening of me caring more about the jeans since I have cast my skinny jeans aside. I feel like I was very eager to cast the skinny jeans aside for something yeah, new. Yeah, you probably just didn't like them that much. No, I just, they don't, it's not, they are doing nothing, <laughs> nothing for me that I am trying to do. Well, and the skinny jeans, they have to be a stretch denim because... Yeah. There's no way to fit into them otherwise, um, which means that they wear out and they like kind of bag and they like stretch out and start to pull funny like before they actually like wear out. And here's like, this is the second sin that skinny jeans have committed for me. The first sin is not making me look like I am a member of the band cute is what we aim for when I wear them instantly. <laughs> And, you know, like, shame on me. Like, I bought the same pair of, like, stretch skinny jeans, you know, from different places. But it's the same thing. High rise, black. You wear them with your Doc Martens. Never once. I do not know that band. They're, they're like a pop punk. Yeah, band. yeah. I kind of figured. Yeah. No, they have a, they have a song called The Curse of Curves. Uh, <laughs> As if that doesn't tell you what you need to know. And the guy, the guy who's the lead singer of the band has, like, such... A painfully oh, like hair swoopy so hair. It's yeah. so swoopy, isn't it? It's so swoopy. It's like it's like horizontal. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really of a time and a place. <laughs> I'm just laughing at this guy's hair. That I picked that band on purpose to reference because they are an objectively ridiculous looking <laughs> band. <laughs> My style aspirations were definitely, if I were to really be more honest with myself, it was more of like a like a Billy Joe Armstrong situation. What I'm saying is the skinny jeans did not make me look like even a distillation of the desired true image which was billy joe armstrong no or patty smith so i've talked about my favorite pair of jeans what's your favorite pair of jeans or your favorite piece of denim it doesn't have to be a pair of jeans so i have a couple of beloved denim jackets if, if favorite means longevity it, it might be my denim vest that mm. i sewed a back patch on that's like a like a loose textile fabric that's a rose and so it Ooh. feels very um feels cool and DIY when I wear mm -hmm. it. Uh, recent favorite denim, probably the the black Levi's uh, denim jacket that I thrifted that's like a men's cut. So it's like a triangle and it does not fully button over the bottom part of my waist. <laughs> but I um, cut up, there's a t-shirt maker called Rucking Foughton that I am obsessed with. And a lot of like rock music people in the area sure. are like <laughs> equally obsessed with because he just does like weird reissue movie posters that have weird Japanese lettering over them and stuff. Oh, yes, yes. So this is um, one of you has like a Rocky Horror. No. Yeah. Well, the Rocky Horror one have, is, is the one on this denim jacket. One. Okay. I have a Rocky Horror one that I cut into a back patch because I, again, I, I didn't quite like the way the long sleeve fit me. So the, it turned into a back patch. So I have this like Rocky Horror back patch modified. Levi's jacket but yeah I, I love I love denim jackets I had a period in my life where I was also embroidering denim work shirt oh I have a denim work shirt back home in my parents closet that has a Thomas Pynchon quote on the back because again I was very 
about my intellectualism at uh-huh, the time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that, weren't we all? Weren't we all? But I can't wear that one as much because uh, it says Thomas Pynchon quote on it. Well. Yeah, that doesn't help. But also the um, the shirt itself. So we're talking about wear patterns. I wear holes. If it's a Western wear work shirt with front pockets, I wear holes in the corners of where the pockets attach to the shirt because of the way my chest pulls on it. So uh, I have like weird little corner holes on the shirt that I keep patching up and then the holes expand again after I patch them up. And so it's just this. So I really can't wear it anymore. That's too bad. It is too bad. And I haven't taken the time to love another denim work shirt in the same way I haven't embroidered one since because I, I feel like I'm still mourning the Thomas Pynchon one a little bit because that one is um my parents gave me that one and it's like a it's like a Jay Peterman <laughs> I love Jay Peterman <laughs> which is like this zany it's like it's a Seinfeld company I mean to the point yeah I didn't yeah. even realize Jay Peterman's a real company oh it's real it's a real company? It's a real company. And what's fascinating- I thought it was made up for Seinfeld. No, it's a very real <gasps> company. And they send you the catalog and the catalog is only illustrated. They don't have any product photos in the catalog. So you're looking at watercolor approximations of what you're going to buy. Oh my God. It's like, I need to order something from them soon because I have stopped getting the catalog and I love getting the catalog. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is like- You're not the first person to be like, oh my God, that's a real company when I, I mentioned I thought it Jay was Peterman. made up for Seinfeld. No, it's- I was like, what a funny joke. I did not realize it's a real company. <laughs> it's a real company. Everything is way too expensive for a millennial to afford it. So I oh only God. receive it via gift. Um, but it's like a very, it is an enjoyable company incredible well i mean i thought they were spoofing you know yeah you thought they were you know a a vibe what they normally do yeah exactly (laughs) which again you know speaking of iconic denim moments in my life is the the festivus episode they open up at that christmas party and elaine gets asked on that date by that guy wearing the denim vest oh yeah 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 and sometimes i put on my denim vest and i I picture elaine being like he's smoothing it jerry i just get really in my head about denim (laughs) i also the other thing i was gonna say when we were talking about fall is that i just want to be draped in velvet while we're on a seinfeld oh yeah yeah yeah. i can't believe i'm so who gets Seinfeld references now. <laughs> I feel like I'm in on the joke. I've been out of the joke for so long and we watched Seinfeld over the last year. And now I'm in on the joke, finally. There's something about being stressed out and growing up on the East Coast that makes every episode of that show personally relatable to me in a way that Friends <laughs> is like fundamentally non-relatable. I've so never seen, I still haven't seen Friends. You don't, you don't need to see Friends. My hot take is no one needs to see Friends. I was not planning on seeing Friends. I feel like I've seen Seinfeld, so now I know, um, you know what it was like to live in New York in the <laughs> 90s. And I don't need, when you don't have a real job, and I don't need to know anything else about it. To, to tie it back to denim for a second, I do really like the jeans that Jerry wears, like, every episode. He looks yes. good in jeans on that show. Yeah, well, but that's, like, that's like the retro jeans look. You know, I know that the 90s had different retro jeans than the 70s, which had different retro jeans from the 50s. But in my head, I kind of just lump all the retro jeans together. They're high-waisted. They're, like, quite close-fitting. They have a straight leg. They're a bright blue, and they have a bit of an acid wash to them where you can sort yeah. of see the seaming really clearly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and you I wear agree. them with New Balances. Well, that's a great segue into yeah. my question, which is: we've talked about our favorite pieces of denim. We have, which was one for me and twelve for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, but this it does make the question harder a little bit, which is: what do you like to wear with your? How do you style your favorite pieces of denim? Oh yeah, that is tough. I mean, it changes depending on the season because it has to. I love wearing lots of silver jewelry 
and lots of like bandanas and silk scarves, I would say. And it doesn't matter so much what the upper part is. I, I, the accessories are really what make the denim for me. What about you? Well, I am only wear jeans. So sweaters. Ooh, yeah. This is the thing that I realized last winter is that I really only want to wear like pants and cropped sweaters. So I'm very excited to be reunited with my sweaters once it's cold enough for them and they're out of their moth state. But yeah, so I like to wear my jeans and I like to wear like a little cropped sweater, maybe a little a little hair scarf, yeah. like in sort of a retro way. I love when you wear hair scarves. And then either loafers or like Chelsea boots. And do you wear the same wash for all of these outfits? Like, do you sort of gravitate towards one type of I denim wash? I feel like wash? I gravitate towards like a, 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 mid, a mid to dark wash. Nice. I don't want it to be too dark but i don't want it to be too bright like a mid to dark wash but if it's mid it's on the like more like muted side than the like bright blue just because that feels a little bit more neutral i know that denim is a neutral no matter like blue like indigo like blue jeans are neutral no matter what color they are but it does feel a little more neutral to go with sort of like a, a mid to dark yeah, I think that's real. I mean, I, I used to be a, a dark wash or black jean all the time. Mm. And I've really embraced in the past couple of years, like a lighter wash denim. Yeah, you wear a lot of light wash denim. It looks really good. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, and it's because I wear a lot of dark t-shirts. So I think it evens me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I do love my dark wash denim. That will, I'll probably hard swing back towards that at some point, given that I do things in extremes. Well, also like... Light wash feels better for like spring and summer. And like, I feel like personally, I gravitate towards darker colors, especially on the bottom in the winter. It's all it's all blundstones all the time. Sure is. Blundstones all the way down. (laughs) So, you know, we're talking a lot about our feelings about denim and current washes. Nostalgia, normcore. What is your favorite pair of jeans of your that you had like we've talked about some current faves like in the past yes well let me tell you a story I was growing up absolutely 100% a skirts girl from infancy presumably as soon as I had a say in what I was wearing it was skirts and dresses all the time I wanted to look like I was from Little House on the Prairie I wanted to look like I was a beautiful princess from Little House on the Prairie. You know, I had my I had my purple organza princess dress and I would wear it with like a pinafore apron so that I looked like I was from Little House on the Prairie. I had a pinafore apron dress too, but that is not a story for the denim episode. We will talk about the pinafore apron dresses someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was a skirts girl. I remember I was about 14. We, we moved to a better school district. We'd been there for about two months and um, our house caught fire and burned down in the night. Oh, my God. So uh, we climbed out the window in my like homemade nightgown and a neighbor lent us some like bathrobes. You've told me variations of this story a couple of times, like with different details, and it is always quite shocking to me. Well, yeah, it was shocking to me, too. I had just cleaned my room, too. It was, like, clean for, like, the first time since we moved into that house. Oh, no. And I had such good wardrobe, and I brought all my best things with me. So, basically, like, my dad was still living in my childhood home that I grew up in, and then me and my mom and my sibling had moved to live part-time in this new house. And so I had brought only my favorite things, like all the things that made me feel the coolest and best. I had brought with me to the new house. My room didn't burn down, but the firemen did 
tear it apart. And so the smoke damage and the water damage was crazy to all my stuff. Point being, after the house fire, we needed to get some new clothes. Uh, The American Red Cross, thank you very much, had given us like several hundred dollars in gift certificates. So we went down to JCPenney and I got this pair of light wash Arizona boot cut jeans because it was 2007 with a low rise and I loved those jeans and they're like too long so the back's all ragged. I loved them and I wore them for like a year but they're like Arizona light wash jeans from 2007 like they they ripped like instantly. I, I, I sewed a little bit of quilting cotton on and then they ripped above the quilt and cotton. So then I sewed some more on. And pretty soon, before I knew it, I had a pair of jeans that was all patches. And I'm looking at this pair of jeans. Yeah, they're um, on my bed right now. With with that backstory aside. And they're very, very, very cool. Like the, Thank you. the the way the patches are, it feels very organic. The, you know, the colors are extremely cohesive. Like I know that it was sort of like a, a process of the patching, but it looks like it was more like consistently applied in a way. And they feel, they, they just, they look, they're really cute thank you if, if you hadn't told me that it was part of this extended saga like i would have just assumed it was a cool fashion item you had designed for yourself i mean kind of like i just started sewing patches on wherever there were holes and then more holes would appear so then i would sew more patches on and it's a really like it's a real mishmash of fabrics like there are quilting cottons that were new at the time because my mom um did a lot of like sewing and there are quilting cottons that are old, like vintage. There's things from old garments. There's like snippets of fabric that I'd like grown up with that had been like just like laying around the house. There's stuff from... You have like samples of your like original embroidery on here. Yes, my first, my first embroidery project that I ever did when I was six is on the jeans. So cool. There's like a piece of dress from like when I was like five. I just cherish them as an item. They're a very important memory. I mean, you can't get rid of something like this. It's no. just so embellished. It's like a time capsule and I love them a lot. I did some like amateur embroidery on the there's a little a little knight fighting a dragon. It's really cute. Um, <laughs> I wore these to my prom. I tried to wear these to my prom. So I did not go to prom, but I had this vision. I was like, I don't want to pay $20 for a prom ticket and go to prom like all the other kids. I want a Newport Folk prom. I didn't want regular prom with like modern music. I wanted weird prom. I talked one other friend into not going with prom with me and to fulfilling this prom dream. Um, She also had a pair of like really patchy jeans. But so I put on these and like, I think I had like, whatever my favorite t-shirt would have been at the time and like a top hat and like green converse so i, I we never successfully got into prom but i tried to wear these jeans to my prom <laughs> like they're representative of a of a prior of a, of a previous alice What about your what about yourself, Wendy? Do you have a a formative denim moment, a pair of jeans or denim jacket that my f- like my formative denim moment has like much less in circumstance. I mean, I don't even remember my first pair of jeans. I remember a beloved pair of purple overalls when I was a kid. Ooh. They were they were. denim? Ah uh, they were purple. <laughs> <laughs> in my heart they were denim because overalls are denim, but I don't know. I think I had a pair of purple overalls that I really liked. On the subject of the brand Arizona, I had a, a an Arizona cotton plaid green shirt that I wore for years and years and years and years and lasted much longer than I expected it to, given that it was an Arizona shirt from JCPenney. Yeah. Honestly, JCPenney, mid-2000s. Yeah. I know I just said that my jeans ripped instantly, but I really did wear them like every day. So 
Well, it was back when pennies was like the coals of today. Like I feel like coals is sort of on that level. Coal is it sturdy? Are they sturdy basics? It's sturdy. The Sonoma um, plaid shirt that I got thrifted uh, truly only um, started to collapse when the mice started eating it. But um, but the rest of it's live in large. We have a couple other Sonomas that are also live in large that I've reinforced the neck of a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's they're going. They're going. That's Um, good. But that's not denim. It's cotton fabric of our lives <laughs> flannel uh <laughs> yeah get back on topic i remember the first the first pair of jeans that was really like wow fashion is mm-hmm. here and i am here in the fashion was uh in the seventh grade before school started that summer i got a pair of uh boot cut jeans from aeropostal yes and they were 25 dollars <laughs> And <laughs> which was probably a fortune. It, I mean, it felt expensive. It would have been a fortune to me. It felt, I mean, I was using, I guess I was using allowance money to pay for these jeans at the mall. So it was a lot of allowance. It yeah. really was. My seventh grade horror story is not going to follow me into the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I am going to start new with these new jeans. I'm mm-hmm. going to look new. And I, I got out of the car and whoever was doing like morning car greeting whatever at the school was like is that wendy i don't recognize you and i was like yeah you don't (laughs) not in these jeans not in these jeans strutted my way in and that was the beginning and the end of my confidence but you know it it felt good i'd like gotten my hair layered i was like i'm new you don't Uh know uh me and that's on fitting in in the eighth grade (laughs) that's i mean before that i was wearing a lot of like really baggy shirts really loose cut jeans i was shopping exclusively in the lands End boys section and i preferred it that way still kind of prefer it that way i was a, a small fish in a small pond like my my grade was like 20 people but i still felt like i stuck out like a sore th- i mean i i definitely stuck out more than i would have in a public school because it was a, there were only 20 of you there were only 20 of us so it was very obvious um but i was like it would be so nice for everything to not be miserable because like universally seventh grade is the worst year of your life i would say an absolute nightmare the movies would really have you believe that fitting in is as easy as getting your hair layered and buying a new pair of jeans it felt easy on that first day of the eighth grade. <laughs> well it's like what does it even mean to fit in in a 20 person school like right I, I that's even, a great question i can't even speak to like a real fitting in experience which i think is why i have such like a like you know i love watching riverdale and like these shows that are like very gossip girl these like larger mm. high school nostalgia yeah yeah, yeah. like this is what high school's like everyone is 30 and glossy <laughs> um and and their their makeup's done perfectly and their skin is flawless and they're always stylish everything is so layered and they have a million things to do they hang out after school at the yeah mall. they don't seem to go to school at all right <laughs> there's no homework they're never doing they, it they meet in like you know, the cafeteria and they talk about things over lunch and then and then they just go off to solve a mystery. And like it's like normally there's a class after lunch. Didn't you know? But their grades are great. Nine years of going to weird kids school means that like I will never truly understand what it means to fit in. And that means that I will always be curious about it. It's OK. You could have gone to a larger school like me and still not know what it means to fit in fit in like that's the, that's the dry rub is none of it matters it just matters a lot when you're in the seventh grade oh to you yeah. personally and then you get older and you're like 
does this matter? <laughs> like, actually, like I had a really wise coworker once who told me that you leave um, an environment with one of two types of PTSD, like after you graduate from either like high school or college. And it's either you're such a big fish in a small pond that like the rest of your life, you're like, why don't people know who I am like I'm me or inversely you're such a small fish in a big pond you're like I don't matter we're talking about our feelings we're talking about our feelings at its root we're talking about what it means to be an American teenager which is really what it means to wear denim oh in my opinion (laughs) okay nice circle back well, because, like, my favorite thing to style my jeans with is arguably my, my Letterman jacket that I've sewn a lot of Wilco patches on. I mean, that's a really, that's a classic. That's yeah. a classic pairing. And I like to wear, like, a sweater and, like, loafers. Yeah. Uh, so I'm an American teenager from, like, the 60s. Exactly. Alrighty. Well, we've talked about a lot of things today. We've talked about denim and the root of Americana, denim and the root of our childhood traumas, respectively. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about blue jeans, black jeans. So now it's time to wrap it up and leave you with a few questions to ponder. Let's pour you into some questions. So, what denim era speaks to you the most? Canadian tuxedo. Yes or no? And what is your favorite piece of denim and what wash is it? So that's been our episode. It's been our episode and we should make like the pair of pale green pants with nobody inside them. And leave. Leave. (laughs) So as usual, um, if you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, you can always send us an email at somethingtowearpodcast at gmail.com or you can always follow us on Instagram at somethingtowearpodcast. The time this podcast comes out, maybe we'll have told people that we're making a podcast. We're at almost a year. That's crazy. We started talking about this like last November. That's crazy. And we started filming samples in January. Like it's, yeah. Wow, go us. Yeah. Way to stick to it. It's still fun. It is still fun. Which means we should tell people about it. So tell your friends. That's a plug. Tell your friends. (laughs) Yeah, you tell your (laughs) friends so we don't have to. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great night. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.